Welcome to the Determined Mom Show, the only marketing podcast dedicated to guiding mom CEOs into tranquility, wealth, and multiplying those precious moments. Welcome to this episode of the Determined Mom Show. I am your host, Amanda Tento, and I have the lovely Brenda Cadman, who is a Canva verified expert with us. So today we are going to be talking about four steps to using Canva like a pro. And Brenda has already blown my mind on our (laughs) pre-call. So I'm going to go ahead and let her tell you all about her. So welcome, Brenda. Oh, thank you for having me. And um, that's it's good to know, and here's hoping that today we can live up to that expectation. <laughs> yes, I think everybody else is going to be mind blown about that too. So I think oh, we'll, we'll see. Fingers yep. crossed. I aim to please. <laughs> good, good. Awesome. Tell us about you and how you got started in Canva. Like we all use Canva, but definitely not experts, definitely not verified experts. And I didn't even know that existed. And to know that you're like one of like a teensy weensy few of people in yeah. the world that are verified is awesome. So tell us about it. So that is a new a newer program that only came out earlier this year. And we'll get into that in a moment. As far as background goes, you and I also chatted about the fact that I've been an entrepreneur for over 22 years. And the majority of that time was spent running a website development company. And I finally made the difficult and very overdue decision to let that business go so that I can focus on the new Canva training consulting business instead, because we cannot do it all as much as we think we can, as much as we want to try. Even if, even though I was downscaling all of my clients and my offers in the website development company, what I found is that my, there was always a piece of my brain that was on it and the bandwidth was being eaten up. And I just could not accomplish the things that I wanted to accomplish on the Canva business side of things. But I did run that company for in one form or another part time or part of that time was as co-owning a digital marketing agency. Eight years of it was the version of it that I just closed. And I found Canva back in, I think it was early 2014 when I had a graphic designer who had been creating all of my graphics, all my marketing materials, anything that was visual that I needed created, she would create for me. And then she decided that she wanted to leave freelancing and go back and take a full-time job. So I was going to be without that resource. And while I was trying to figure out who to replace her with or what that process was going to look like, I came across, I'd heard this, people mentioned this program Canva where I could actually use it to create my social media graphics. And I started dabbling with it and playing with it. And as you do, you start, when you start learning a tool, you make all the mistakes, all the mistakes I teach people not to make now. But I found that I just got very comfortable using it over the years. And when I went to create a course in 2019 about building your own website and not a how to build your website, but more a teaching you all the little things to create a more user-friendly website. The details don't really matter there. The point is that when I went into that program to actually build that course, I found that all my other course fellow course creators were asking questions about using Canva and I would answer the questions. I would create little demos and trainings to help them create their own course materials. And they started asking if the course I was creating was going to be about Canva. And that was such a pivotal moment because I had never until that moment considered that this might be the thing that people wanted to learn from me. I just assumed because all of this time had been spent in the website industry, that was the thing I was equipped to teach people about. And when you take a moment, you actually take a beat and listen to what people are asking you for your advice on. Sometimes there may be something completely different. 
I switched gears at that point. That's when my attention started going to learning everything I could about Canva, what sort of certificate, not certification programs, but what sort of ambassador type programs did they have? I started creating content about Canva and then Canva took notice and I became a Canva certified creative. And when they closed, retired that program and launched this new Canva verified experts program earlier this year in the spring, I was one of 26 that was selected to hold that title by Canva's own community managers. So that is the whole thing in a nutshell of how we got from there to here. Isn't it so interesting how we, if we listen to other people, they'll tell us what we should be doing. What are we good at? Oh yeah, you're good at Canva. Like we want to know, please tell us more, everything you need to know or everything we need to know about Canva. So I love that you use that point to pivot and Maybe it's a blessing in disguise because now you're on a completely oh, yeah. different path than you were. And it sounds like and it, a huge help. It lights me up too, in a way that I was not feeling with that industry anymore. And it just, I think the other thing that I came to realize, and a lot of people will be in this position, is if something comes really easily to you, you tend to think of it as not holding as much value or everybody must be able to do this. And you don't see it as a thing that people want to learn from yes. you. Yeah. And I think I just, you get so close to it, you don't see your own zone of genius, I guess. And it was something that I was able to offer and provide value in. And I didn't even realize it was a thing that people needed help in. Yeah. I literally know zero other Canva experts, like zero. There's none that I can even think of that I've encountered in my meeting thousands of marketing experts along the way. Zero. So it's definitely a very useful and I don't know, I think amazing niche for you to be in. And there are I guess maybe just because of the position I'm in, I know a lot of Canva experts, those who have the actual title and those who are, while they don't have the title, they definitely have the expertise to provide design services in it or teaching in it. it it's, I'm, it's not necessarily something rare in my opinion, but again, you, you when you're so close to something, you have a very different vantage point on it than everybody else does. And regardless, the way I teach it is probably different than how everybody else teaches it. And we all have our own areas of expertise. I don't know anybody else who specializes in teaching people how to get organized in Canva. If they're all focusing on how to use it as a design tool, great. That's what the tool is meant to be. But I want to use, I want to help people use the tool in a more efficient way so that they're not wasting a ton of time when they're using the tool, because we all have a lot of more important things to do. I love Canva. It is important to me, but everybody has a lot more important things to be doing than going down the Canva rabbit hole. Yes. Spending hours designing like one graphic or something is not what we need to be doing. We need to be like, you know, that's the whole beauty of that tool, I think, is because it makes everything so much easier, so much quicker. You have so many options at your fingertips and there's so many ways to customize it to make it look like not a template. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's amazing, but... So let's go ahead and talk about these four steps that we can use to use or that we can utilize to use Canva like a pro. So the first step, the first place you really need to start is to figure out which plan is right for you because they do have a free plan that is incredibly robust. And for a lot of people, it is more than enough. 
But I do find that if you are using Canva specifically for business rather than for personal use, there are some key features that come on a pro plan, on the paid plan, that are going to make your life a lot easier. It's going to allow you to create content that looks more professional, more consistently on brand in a way that you cannot do on the free plan. So for example, a really key differentiator between the two is access to the brand kit feature. You're not going to have the brand kit feature on a free plan and you're going to need it in order to be able to quickly and efficiently and consistently create your graphics in a way that always look uniquely belonging to your business. Because if you are just choosing templates and you're not customizing them to fit whatever your company, your business's visual branding is, they're always going to look like cookie cutter templates. They're never going to look uniquely yours. And that brand kit is going to be a really critical feature in being able to help you customize those templates and create content in a way that does have that kind of unique brand branding look to it. So things like that. And then also features like the resize feature that comes with Canva Pro. You're going to, if you are using Canva for business, you're going to be probably using it to create every variation of social media graphic. You're probably going to, you might use it for podcast promotion. You might use it for Facebook or Instagram advertising. There's a lot of different materials in different sizes that you're going to be creating. And to have access to a tool like Resize where you can take something that looks the way you want it to and quickly resize it into other dimensions, you may have to tweak it the layout a little bit if you're going from something that's really narrow and tall to something that's really wide. You're obviously going to have to move things around, but it's going to be a huge time saver for you. So again, these kinds of workflow things when you are using Canva for business, sometimes the time that you're not sometimes really most of the time you're going to save by being able to take advantage of some of these paid features is going to, it's going to save you a lot more money in the long term, if that makes sense. Oh yeah, definitely. And resize is my favorite feature, by the way, because I just love being able to just, oh, I don't think that quite fits, especially even like with websites. And if you have like an image you want to put in there and then you're like, oh, what about this ratio and that kind of thing? I love it for that. It's interesting that you're talking about the plan because I remember five years ago when I started my business, I was like, oh my God, $10 a month is so much. Like that's so much. And so if you are starting out, it can feel like a lot when you don't have that income coming in, but it's totally worth it once you do get a little bit of income coming in and investing in that Canva business account is huge, I think. it's Yeah, and at a certain point, you, do ha you have to invest something in yourself as a business. And this, I do find consistently speaking with other business owners that really without fail, they'll say that this is one of the, as far as the expenses they have every month, their Canva subscription gives them like some of the most value for the money they spend. Suddenly $10 a month does not look like a lot when you look at how much time it's going to save you to free you up to focus on the more money-making activities in your business rather than trying to save a few dollars here and there. I will throw $10 Anytime it's something that's going to save me an hour of work. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I bill a I agree. lot more than $10 an hour for my time. I'm, huh. I would anticipate most people listening do or want to as well. So yeah. it is definitely worth it. And then at the same time, though, if you're not sure if it's if you're going to see the value in it, there Canva offers it. I, as a Canva verified expert, I have a 45-day free trial that people can use to, to test it out. It costs them absolutely nothing. If you go directly through Canva, you'll get a 30-day. It's one of the little perks of being... That's awesome. Uh, having the position we have that we can extend an extra 15 days, but you don't have to just 
sign up and hope that you'll get value out of it. I do encourage people to test it out and see if the value is there for them, but make sure you take a, take advantage of that trial time to see what those features are and see if they're going to give you the value that you need to continue to pay for it. Yeah. And I think that there's no doubt that it'll be there <laughs> for sure. The value. Yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> Not always, but most yeah. of the time. Yeah. Awesome. So what is the second thing? So the second thing really is that the importance of that brand kit. There's a lot of features that do come on a paid plan, but I would be hard pressed to be able to create what I create in Canva without that brand kit because otherwise you there's a tendency to, let me step back. So the brand kit feature, what is it? It is something that is going to allow you to upload your visual branding assets, specifically your logos, your color palette, and your brand fonts into an easy to access feature inside of Canva, where if you are looking for your brand colors, it's just there at your fingertips. You're not having to go grab a hex code from somewhere else and paste it in. You're not having to guess at your colors. It's right there for you to click easy peasy every single time. And same thing, your fonts are right there. Also, if you have uh, in your brand fonts, you use a font that is not available on Canva's free plan, you not only will have access to a wider variety of fonts on the paid plan, but you're also going to be able to upload custom fonts into the Canva brand kit. And that consistency is so important if you want to have graphics that are easily consistently recognizable as belonging to your brand. And that's important so you can build that kind of consistency and that that trust and loyalty. You have to be recognizable for people to be loyal. And you want to have graphics that when they come up in somebody's social media feed that they are instantly recognizing it as belonging to you, perhaps even before they see your name attached to it. That's That recognition is important. And this brand kit feature, knowing that you have your logos at your fingertips, you have your brand colors and your fonts at your fingertips, that's going to help you to create that kind of consistent visual content that you're after throughout the various marketing materials that you're creating. And one thing that I'll note about that is that I've realized that like I have a couple businesses that I work like some of them are mine, some of them are my husband, some of them are whatever, like our nonprofit. And you can create more than one brand kit. I think that is something that, that is people true. may yep. not realize is that, okay, if you have multiple businesses or if you're a social media manager and you have different clients and you can actually create more than one. That was an update that was introduced. I don't remember when. I think it was 20, it was 2021. I'm pretty sure. Previously, the multiple access to multiple brand kits was only a feature that was available on their enterprise plan, which was a more expensive plan. They did make a change on that and they rolled it out, I believe last year to the pro plan. So now you can create up to a hundred brand kits and it's easy to switch between them and search for them when you're working on a design and it allows you to keep all of that segmented. There were workarounds and you could have multiple color palettes in it. You could have all the logos in there, but that makes it a lot more overwhelming to find what you're looking for. And you also could not have different sets of fonts in there. Now yeah. you can, and you're right. A lot of people don't know that it's there because they got accustomed to it not being there. So they aren't even looking for it. I actually had a, a pre-planning call this afternoon for one of my upcoming VIP days. She didn't have her brand assets organized into multiple brand kits because she didn't even realize that was an option. And we were able to tick that one off right in the pre-planning call because That's awesome. now she can go set that up and it's already going to make things easier between now and when I get in there to work with her. Yeah. So that multiple brand kits, especially if you do work with a lot of different clients where you're creating content for them, it's a game changer. It's a, an enormous time saver in terms of just being able to access all of that brand information. 
Yeah. I love it. I love it. So set up your brand kit. That's what Brenda said. That's right. <laughs> number two, do it. <laughs> All right. What about number three? Number three is the one that has my heart. It is the thing. It's my sweet spot. It is the thing that I will spend all day doing if I can. And that is you need to get organized in Canva. You you have to set up an organized system if you want to be efficient with your time. I want you to be using custom folders and creating some sort of Canva filing cabinet so that when you go looking for the images you need, if you go looking for the designs that you need, you are not spending 15, 20, 30, 45 minutes scrolling, looking for that design that you created eight weeks ago and you need it now to duplicate it. And it's going to probably at this point take you less time to recreate than to find it in the first place. But just look at all the time that is being wasted there. And if you bill for your time, that is costing you money. So creating an effective filing system inside of Canva is an absolute must have if you want to use this tool in an effective way. And if you're not, I don't know about you, but if I go into a cluttered space or a cluttered virtual space, that is not going to do a lot for my creativity and my inspiration and my excitement about creating content. If I've got an idea, I want to get in there. I want to find what I need and I want to get to it while the the excitement and the creativity is flowing. And what an absolute soul crusher if now I have to spend an hour looking for something. So folders are absolutely a paramount importance to use this tool effectively. Yes. And I am so guilty of this. And this is a part of the aha moment that I had on the pre-call with Brenda. <laughs> Cause I was like, one thing that like Canva still doesn't have and that no one else, like I, everybody that I talk to really wants Canva to have. And I'm like, it's that on when you're on the home screen, you cannot see, like I put things in folders and then they're all still there. Like, why don't they go into the folder? Why don't they stay in the folder? And she's, cause you're looking at the wrong screen. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so tell us about Let that. Let me introduce you to your projects tab. <laughs> so when you are opening up Canva, I'm a strong advocate for get off that home screen. Don't look for whatever, unless it was the last thing you were working on and it's right there for you. You want to skip right over the home screen and in your left-hand navigation under, I believe it currently goes, and this will probably change by the time this episode airs, but it should go home templates. Projects is where you want to go. This is your filing cabinet. This, If you've never created folders before, it's just going to look the same as the home screen in terms of a list of all of your designs, but you can create your custom folders here. You can drag your images in or your images and your designs into folders, or you can batch select by when you hover over a design, there's a little checkbox that appears you can check that off and you can check off as many as you need. And then at the bottom middle of the screen, there's a little folder icon and a little trash icon. If you click on the folder icon, you're going to be able to specify which folder you want to move all of those designs or images that you have selected. Or if you want to delete all of them, you'd click on the trash icon. So that gets missed a lot because people tend to, if they see the checkbox, they'll select a bunch of them and then they'll try to drag them in. When they can't, they assume that functionality just isn't there. You're doing it wrong. You can do this. And to be honest, it is not very visible. It is a user interface update that I would like to see made more noticeable. But once you select multiple items, you just want to look to the bottom middle of your screen, look for that folder icon, and then you're going to be able to move it directly into a folder. But this is the page you want to be working on because when you do select items and you folder them, they are going to be removed from that screen. So you will get to the point 
where you have nothing on that screen but your folders and you can just drill down and find what you're looking for. And to start with a clean slate like that every time, it does require some maintenance to stay on top of it, but it just, I don't know, there's a sigh of relief. I don't feel overwhelmed when I go into mine and I'm ready to get started because I know I'll be able to find what I need right when I need it. Yeah. And it's just a change in how you use the platform. Yeah. A question that I do have about this is, can you create Mm -hmm. subfolders within those folders? Yes, you can. You can nest 10 levels deep. Oh my goodness. Okay. This is awesome. So yeah, I hope you all are. (laughs) I hope everybody listening is is excited about that particular (laughs) topic as much as I am, because that's going to totally change my life. I think I'm going to actually go on my iPad and just sit there while I'm watching TV with the kids or something and just like start organizing because I need to do it like away from my desk. Cause when I'm at my desk, I can find 3000 other things to do other than organize Absolutely. my Canva folders. Yeah. So I'm going to have to figure out another alternative for that, but I think that would be a great time to do it. And I really think the first step is before you even start creating folders, have a little walk down memory lane through your account. And there's probably a lot of stuff in there. You just, you don't need anymore. Delete the stuff that you don't need. Like if, I like to liken it to the actual experience of organizing a physical filing cabinet. You're, if you pull all of those papers out, there's going to be stuff in there that is garbage that you don't need to be worrying about where to file it because you don't need it anymore. So getting rid of the stuff you don't need and then creating an archive kind of reference or archive folder where there's probably a lot of stuff in there that you're not ready to let go of either because you want to keep it for nostalgic purposes or you think you might need a reference to it later, but you know that you don't need this right now and it's cluttering up your space. Archive all that stuff into a just a general archive folder, get it off that screen. And then after you're done that, you're left with what you actually do need to create a filing system for. And it just, it reduces the amount of work. It reduces the frustration when you're trying to figure out what am I going to do with this? I don't know what home to give this. Chances are, if it can just go into an archive folder, you're not even going to have to make that decision. Awesome. Are there any other basic folders that we should have like archive, like three kinds of folders? I don't know. Every business is a little different in terms of the kinds of content they're creating. But if you are a, the typical business owner that I have worked with, you're probably going to have at a top level, you're going to have folders related to your business. You might have a folder called personal. If you maybe are creating content for your church, if you're creating content for your family, I have used used Canva to create birthday party invitations and things like that. I don't need that mixed up with my social media content or with my report documents. So I separate that into a personal folder. I always have a folder called templates, whether, mm-hmm. and then that's broken down into templates I've created myself. Uh, and also folders for the templates that I have purchased from other providers. And then there's the archive folder we talked about. But I also like to see a folder called either photos or images and create your own image organizing system in in there as well. Most, a lot of people are using the uploads folder as a catch-all for all of their images. Yes, You can, I want to encourage you to use uploads as a temporary holding place for things that you are planning on organizing or they're just there temporarily for one purpose and then they're being deleted because you are going to spend so much time looking for images in that space if you are not careful. You can create the same sort of custom folders for your images as you can for your designs. So create some sort of structure. If you have images from, let's say, three different styled stock websites, create an 
have your photos folder. And under that, you might have a folder called styled stock imagery. And under that, you might have a folder for stock photo website A, another one for stock photo website B. Under each Mm -hmm. of those, they may be broken down into either color palette or subject matter. However, you would look for that information, but get your images out of uploads and you can access them from the projects tab as well. There's a folder already there called uploads, but you actually don't even need to go into that because on your main project screen, when you scroll down, if you have images that are in uploads, it will show all of them. So you can organize them straight from there. That's get awesome. them into their own image filing system. It's almost like you're like behind me when I'm working and watching me just scroll through my Canva mindlessly to find things. <laughs> are you? <laughs> well, here's the thing, Amanda, as, as unique as we all want to think we are, we all suffer from a lot of the same things. Exactly. And you are in very good company. Most people struggle with this. I would say most of, a lot of the folks that I am doing organization days for, they not only are, are they comfortable with Canva? They are Canva power users because they're creating content. They are Canva designers in some cases. So it's just, it's an area that a lot of people, and this is taken back to that conversation about being so close to something that you don't realize it's something that other people don't have the same ability to automatically do. Yeah, I am naturally an organizer. I see structure where there is none. And I want to impose folders on things. And even those who are really comfortable using Canva are struggling with this as well. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. I absolutely love it. Okay. Number four. So number four is, and we've touched on this a little bit, it is to use templates. If you are a natural designer, you may not need templates. You can probably create something from scratch that is going to look professional, but There's a large percentage of people using Canva who are using it strictly because they want to create great looking content without being a designer. And I do think that starting with a template and Canva's own template library is enormous now. And there's also all these third party template memberships and template shops where you can purchase something specific if you're not finding what you need inside of Canva's included library. But because these have all been created by people who are designers who are going to factor in things like white space and hierarchy and balance and all these kind of design principles and approaches that a typical user may not know to look for, if you're starting with a design with a template that was designed well and you're able to use that brand kit that we talked about earlier to customize it to fit your own brand fonts, your own brand imagery and colors then you're going to have something that has been designed well. And if you've customized it with your own branding is going to feel unique to you. So if you're feeling overwhelmed and staring at a blank Canva design and not sure how to get started, often the best use of your time is to not go that route is to find a template that has the look and feel that you're after and all the components that you're after, and then start with that and customize it for your needs. I love it. I think that's amazing. I love starting with the templates, like you said. I just love all of these things. And I'm literally dying to go into my Canva account now, but I can't (laughs) because I have some other calls. But yeah, you're definitely making me want to get right into Canva. I'm glad to hear that. That I aim to please, like I said. Exactly. But I can't wait to start organizing my folders. I'm going to make sure that my iPad is charged after we get off the call as well. So it's a good thing to do. Grab your beverage of choice to toss something onto Netflix that you want to binge and then get started. It doesn't require a ton of brain power to do. It's just one of these things that we tend to say we'll do later. And then we just never get around to it. You will feel so much better on the other side of doing it. Yeah. 
I love it. Thank you so much, Brenda, for being here. And what do you have that we can get started with? Or how can we get started with working with you? Whatever is the best way that we can utilize you and your amazing brain power and your organization in Canva to fix what we have. I guess the best place to look for me is just on my website at brendacadman.com. And there's a section called freebies on there. There's there's guide a couple of guides in there. There's a training called time-saving tips, time-saving Canva tips that'll walk you through some of the ways to save a lot of time and use it more efficiently. There's a link to our Facebook group in there. And then there's a lot of information around many courses that are available, larger programs. And then also if you are interested in having me just do the whole thing for you, organize your entire account. There's an option under VIP day as well. That's awesome. I love it. Thank you so much for being here and sharing your amazing expertise with us. We truly appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Definitely. Let's face it, piecing together a marketing plan with the things you hear, watch, or read online while tempting is never a good idea. The truth is people don't search on social media for your services. And even if they do, they will still be going to Google to check your ratings. By not having a cohesive, proven marketing system, you are leaking clients and customers through giant holes in your customer acquisition bucket. Let's talk about what else isn't working. Posting tirelessly on social media, tracking followers as a business metric for success, paying for ineffective marketing, buying glossy ads in coupon magazines, spending time replying to comments, paying others to manage your social media with no actual sales coming in. So what is going to work? Having a proven marketing system in place will plug every hole in your bucket and allow you to begin to fill up with new customers and to also retain and nurture your current ones. Go to tdm-marketing forward slash six dash marketing dash musts and download our free guide to six marketing musts guaranteed to get you more customers.